0: Folks, welcome into a brand new episode of Trainwreck Fantasy Football. Wake here, Chris, some guy named Steve, Jordan Rosas. You might notice... Meerkat, the dark Daddy's not here. That's because it's his birthday, so we gave him the day off. Happy birthday, Meerkat! He is. If there's anybody in Trainwreck who I think is just most universally loved, maybe, maybe Maniac might give Meerkat a run for his money. But but Meerkat's been doing some amazing work for Trainwreck. He embodies all of us, really, and what Trainwreck's all about. So wish him a happy birthday at Cat on Twitter. Love having him on here at Fantasy. Love having him on the cap. Love having him in the wrecking crew. So that's the most important thing we have to do today. Show's over. See you guys. Nope. (laughs) We're doing a special mock draft show. A little different. If you guys tune into any of our shows, we haven't done a mock draft yet. And the way we're going to do this is kind of maybe go about this, how you might be struggling in your fantasy drafts as well. You might have three players or so that you're going between in any given round. And so Chris, Jordan and Steve are all going to give their picks on who we should be drafting. We're going to be drafting for the same team. And then if it's not unanimous, I will be the deciding vote of who they pick to draft that we actually will. So we're using Fantasy Pro's Mock Draft Simulator. It's a fantastic tool. If you guys haven't used it, go check it out. It really, really helps me prepare for my drafts. You can also use it during your drafts. I've never done that because it does feel a little bit like cheating because it's so good. Uh, Meerkat says, love you, boys. This train and DeAndre Swift never stops. I can tell you guys now, we're not taking DeAndre Swift. But let's see who we will take in the first round. (laughs) Let's go. We'll fire up this mock draft machine. And you're going to hit start your draft right here. The pick number is getting randomized, so we will see where we are. We are at pick number four, okay? And so, Chris, you're on the top here. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to take the suggestions away so that we don't see that because we don't need any more help. (laughs) Um, So out of everybody who's left, obviously I assume we're going to go running back here. It is full point PPR, though. Chris, who are you saying we should take him round one here with who's off the board? Um, one question, how many teams are there in this? There are 12 teams in this. 12 teams, full-point PPR.
1: So I actually have this pick in our league. Um, yes. And I, it's pretty no-brainer for me, especially mm-hmm. with the guys off the board. I think Alvin Kamara is a great pick here. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to get the ball thrown to him. He's going to be probably the focal point of that offense, especially with Michael Thomas if he's going to miss the first few games of the season. Um, I love Alvin Kamara. He's a stud, and that's probably who I would go with.
2: Jordan? Uh, Yeah, so I thought I saw something disappear, but it looks like it went, um, what, McCaffrey, Henry, Cook, Cook, Henry. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with the Kamara pick. Um, I would stay away from Saquon Barkley a little bit right now just because he he posted up on social media, said knee's feeling good, but he said he doesn't know if he's going to play week one. And that's a huge red flag for me because if you're not going to play week one, you're not going to be 100% healthy week two. And then you're either playing hurt or you're playing limited snap count. Either way, not a great first round pick. Love the, love the Kamara pick though. All right, Steve. I don't really have to add too much. I probably would take
3: Kamara as high as three in some leagues. I love him, and I love him even more now with Michael Thomas out. Probably at least, I think, the first month. It could be longer. Mm-hmm. Kamara's going to get so much work. He's going to be the number one receiver for the Saints as well as their top rusher. I love Kamara here, especially in a PPR league. I would not be surprised if Kamara finishes as the number one running back again. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Yeah, no, if you guys didn't all say Camara, I think this will be the only round where maybe everybody's in agreement. Um, I'd go as far as to say if someone told me they wanted to take him second or first overall, I wouldn't argue it. I probably would take Cook and McCaffrey over him still, but but there's definitely an argument to be made. So getting like that at four – Definitely uh, a great pick. So we're going to take him right here, and then we're going to see how the draft board's going. So you can see it following along right here. Mostly running backs in the first round. Travis Kelsey went at sixth overall, which is a little weird, uh, and six receivers
2: now off the board. So Jordan. I've been seeing Kelsey slide up the draft board uh, mm-hmm. mock drafts, Justin Jefferson going real early here. Yeah, real
0: early. And, and Jordan, I'll let you keep going here. Obviously, you know, we got a running back in the first round. It's not a bad idea to double dip at running back in the first two rounds, but is that what you're thinking, or are you going somewhere else here with the second pick?
2: You know, I'm not really loving the running backs that are available. I think you look at the next six running backs, they're all kind of in a similar place for me where I mean Darrell Henderson could break out but I don't necessarily love them as a second rounder but I do see uh DeAndre Hopkins is still available DK Metcalf um we got the opportunity to get a probably top five wide receiver here um I I like DeAndre Hopkins um is probably Mm -hmm. the most talented wide receiver left on the board he's probably the direction I would go um in in this case all right Steve what about you I want to go
3: running back, running back, but I think we could get one of them coming way, on the way back.
2: I don't I really want to
3: reach into the second round to get swift because I think like Jordan said, we can get a top tier wide receiver here. I'm fine with any of the top three guys, Hopkins, Metcalf, or Keenan Allen, um, i would lean keenan allen just because i really like the chemistry he had with herbert in the second half of last year i think in a ppr league he's gonna have the most receptions out of them i know hopkins could but arizona's got a lot of mouths to feed keenan allen it's him and austin eckler really as the two you know go-to guys there and herbert has had a chemistry with him from all of last year I think to this year, I think Herbert's going to have a breakout year. So I think a lot of people are sleeping on Keenan Allen. I don't mind taking him, but I won't really get upset if it's Metcalf or Hopkins.
0: All right, Chris, what do you think? Are you taking either that side or are you going with a different wide receiver in the second round? See, I usually like to go running back, running back.
1: And I know if our, if our friend Meerkat was here, he'd make an argument for DeAndre Swift. <laughs> he already tried
0: to. Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's something that I'd be looking at. But the fact that Hopkins is still up there, I mean, mean, for me, it'd be between Hopkins and Metcalf. Uh, Mm -hmm. For the sake of argument, I I would pick Hopkins.
0: Yeah, and so since it's not unanimous, I will be the deciding vote. And uh, and I don't want to say that the Keenan Allen call isn't a great call. I honestly do think he is a fantastic pick this year. He's dropping into the third round in some leagues. I think there's a real good shot that maybe we could get him on the turn. You're not at, you know, at the one, two, or the three, really, but there's still a pretty good shot that he falls to us in the third. So for that reason, I think I would take Hopkins. Uh, and so – One second, just start. The interns aren't updating the teleprompter, so I have to do it on my own right now. (laughs) Um, So get in here, take DeAndre Hopkins, and then we will get into the next round. Watch it go. Edwards Alaire, Metcalf. Yeah, see. Swift, Dobbins, Sanders, McLaurin. So, Steve, I know you're probably going to bang the table for Keenan Allen. Would you consider Darren Waller over him, maybe?
3: I would still probably lean Keenan Allen over Waller there just because I've been – I like tight ends, don't get me wrong, but I've just – there's so many valuable, like, you know, budget tight ends, I think, later on in the draft. I don't want to waste one of the top four picks there. I'm a little upset with all the running backs that went. That kind of hurt because I really want to start off my drafts this year going two running backs in the first three rounds. Yeah, yeah. But I can't really complain about a start with Kamara, Hopkins, Keenan Allen, especially in a PPR guy. I mean, you're getting three players that could all be well above 100 receptions. Mm-hmm. I also like Allen Robinson, but there's no chance I would take Robinson over Keenan Allen, especially if we're going two wide outs in the first three rounds. And the only running back, you know, maybe I would think about would be Montgomery. But this is too early for me to take Montgomery, even though if the running backs are flying off the board. I'd still take Keenan Allen here.
0: Mm-hmm. even with Tariq Cohen now being announced yes. on the pub list. It's, okay, just making sure cuz that, you know, we'll try to there is a lot of fantasy news coming out right now, so we'll try mm-hmm. to intermingle that into yeah. this as it goes on. Uh Chris, Steve says Keenan Allen, are you looking another way in round 3? I I'm
1: I'm in the same boat. I would love to go running back with the first two of my first three picks, uh but unfortunately, you know, we got kind of swiped there, but Montgomery, like I'm really interested to see if until the fourth round, um, mm-hmm. if I had to choose, I probably wouldn't go with Waller because I think we could get a higher quality receiver. That and then you know maybe a lesser tier tight end, but the wide receivers around there wouldn't be around the same tier as a Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with Keenan Allen. I like Allen Robinson as well, especially if um, Justin Fields takes to the helmet week one or two. Um, I'm I'm good with. I didn't know Allen was on the pup list, but. Man, this is tough. If it was me, Mm
0: -hmm. not Allen, I Cohen Cohen was on the pop list. That's yeah, yeah. Allen's Allen's okay. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I pick okay. Jordan, are you going to complete the trifecta,
2: (laughs) or am I going to have to break a tie here? Uh, You're going to have to break a tie here. Um, I like the Allen pick. I really like him as a sleeper. If I can get him late in the third as somebody that a lot of people are sort of discounting because, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, it's it's been a while since he's been that elite wide receiver. I'm going to do it. Um, I don't necessarily want to reach on him. And in this case, I would happily take him in round three if I'd gotten a solid RB2 last round. Um, But because I have Hopkins, I think I can get more value at wide receiver later in the draft. I really want to fill out that running back uh, slot because they're they're flying off the board. And because where we're drafting, because we're kind of at the end of the round, yeah. um it's gonna be a while before we're drafting again i'm looking at the running backs on the board and i'm thinking almost half of those guys are going to be gone by the next time we come around yeah. and that's why my pick at this point is chris carson i think to me he's sort of like a quintessential RB 2 you know the ceiling's not there to be an rb one um but he's a <laughs> solid player yeah he'll probably miss a game or two with injury but i i think he he's a solid pick i i am looking at those tight ends again if i was later in the third round I would pick one of them. I don't like that they're both still on the board. I don't mm-hmm. really want to have to choose between one of them. I'm rather I would take one of those tight ends if another one had already been drafted. Yeah. But because of that, I just at this point I'm happy, you know, sliding down and and taking one of the guys midway down that list, mm-hmm. several rounds later. So I would go Carson here. Yeah, I do now.
0: Now you bring up a really good point about the fact that a lot of the running backs and they kind of round out the tier of like starting running backs that you're comfortable putting in that RB two spot. Um, you make a good point that a lot of them won't really make it back to us. Like I would say, best case scenario of the names that we're looking at here, like you know, we'd be lucky to have Mike Davis or Travis Etienne there uh, when we pick back around. Mm-hmm. And so I was hyping up the Allen pick. I actually started typing Kay Allen into the into the bar here, um, but I I do th- I do like Chris Carson more than a lot of other people do for fantasy this year. They finally addressed the offensive line. I think that offense is actually going to be a little bit more balanced. Plus, having Gerald Everett as a possible run blocker, uh, he's definitely you know he, he at least is a dual threat tight end where he can give you decent blocking and decent production in the air. I think overall that offense is going to be better. So I'm going to say Chris Carson, I don't love it, but in a 12 team PPR league um, or in a 12 team league in general, uh, you, you got to make sure that you get some of those running backs. And uh, and I'm nervous about that. So wait, let's, yeah. Um, how, how many wide receivers are in this format? Three, which is what makes that a little difficult, but wow. The running backs did not really go off the board. Travis, okay. Well, Travis Etienne went right before uh, we got there. So the running now wide receiver is wearing a little thin. Keenan Allen might have been the pick there. Um, but now in the fourth round, you got guys like Daryl Henderson, who realistically, if Cam Akers was a first round pick, you could say Daryl Henderson could be. Uh, you guys got, got guys like DJ Moore, who is the number one target in Carolina. Maybe Robbie Anderson has a thing to say about that. So, Chris, we'll let you do this one first. Who do you like uh, taking here? Do you want to get a wide receiver?
1: I like, I like Hawkinson. I just don't know if I could, if we can wait longer mm-hmm. um, for, you know, just for the since it's just a, dr- a mock draft, I kind of want to see where Hawkinson goes. So I'm going to say um, I would be leaning towards, you know, a wide receiver because I think I really like, I mentioned it in the previous episode. I really like Mike Davis. I think that the last, Say between these two guys, we have to get a running back two here, I think, right? Like we can't oh, We got Carson. But we got we got Chris Carson, dude, so we don't need shot. to, yeah. Dude, I am shot. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, then I would I would definitely I would I really liked uh DJ more, honestly. Um mm-hmm. Sam Darnold scares me, but I, I like the player. Um if it was a live draft and I wasn't not afraid of missing
0: out, I'd probably pick Hawkinson and reach on him, but mm-hmm. DJ Moore, Hawk, really. All right.
2: So DJ Moore, Jordan,
0: what do you have to say here?
2: Um, so shout out to Meerkat. I see Odell Beckham Jr. sitting there. I like him, um, but because of the turnaround in the draft, I'm going to hope that he slides to us in the next round. Um, as a result, I think he has good wide receiver two upside. And I do think that there are some guys even later in the round that I can get to fill that wide receiver three slot. Um, at this point, I see Hawkinson there. I definitely understand Chris's uh, position where you kind of want to see where he's going to fall in the mock draft at this point. But if I was actually drafting right now, I would probably take Hawkinson. The thing with Henderson for me, I know I was the one who was farthest down on Cam Akers uh, before he got hurt. If this injury happened a couple months from now, I would be all in on Darrell Henderson. But because it's so early, I just don't think that the Rams are looking at the running back room and saying, yeah, this is good enough. I just I think they bring somebody else in there. I don't think that the value Darrell Henderson has right now is going to be the same value he has heading into week one. I think there's going to be a bit more of a competition there, whether mm-hmm. it's you know Todd Gurley or you know uh, Devontae Freeman comes in. Frank Gore's a free agent. Some yeah. all these people get cut. So I would take Hawkinson here. All right, Steve, what do you have to say?
0: I will say Daryl Henderson, they already announced, is not playing a single preseason game. So they definitely want to keep him healthy for the regular season. Uh, Steve, what do you want to go here?
3: I know you want me to probably, you know, hype up Daryl Henderson. I wasn't too thrilled with him last year. I mean, as a Rams fan, he just didn't seem to hit the holes, you know, as hard as Akers did at the end of the year. It just kind of looked like lazy running. I'm not a huge Henderson fan. Since we got Carson, the other running backs I really like are Mike Davis and Chase Edmonds. I don't think you need to reach on them. And DJ Moore scares me a little bit just because of the situation in Carolina. I've never been a fan of Sam Darnold. I don't think Sam Darnold's very good. And new team, you know, new look, he's probably going to rely a little bit more on Robbie Anderson This his go-to wide receiver over DJ Moore. So we could get tight end out of the way here with Hawkinson. I would be okay with that. I really like TJ Hawkinson. I think he could have an absolute monster year and really become, you know, that next tight end in the tier one of tight ends with Waller, Kittle, Kelsey. So if I had to make a pick here, there's a lot of wide receivers I'd rather wait on than taking someone at the top. I would just take TJ Hawkinson. I think he's the most talented player on the board who's not a QB. I wouldn't take a QB this early anyways. But, um yeah, I just – there's so much depth with wide receivers this year. It's not worth it, I think, to take D.J. Moore. I would just rather have Hawkinson.
0: Yeah, I see it. And, you know, I, I do agree that Hawkinson is the last of the tight ends who could be elite this year. And, you know, it, it, there are only six picks between ours and the next one, and I don't see – you know, six names I'm terrified of at wide receiver going off the board. So I'm actually going to go with T.J. Hawkinson, and this okay. would be actually the first draft mock draft I've taken him in all offseason. So wow. I kind of like that we're that we're experiencing experiencing this together. So let's yeah. uh, let's see how this goes. Cup more Mahomes at uh, yeah. the one, Deontay Johnson. Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett. So now I think we definitely want to get a wide receiver, but I don't want to sway you guys too much. Jordan, where do you want to go in round five?
2: Um, yeah, I'm looking at, at things here. I'm seeing T. Higgins, which I'm not in love with just because I don't know how that Cincinnati room is going to shake out. I think they have more mouths than they can really feed. I think there's produ- there's going to be production for those guys. I just don't think that they're all going to be fantasy relevant, and we don't necessarily know which one of them is going to be the top dog. Um, Brandon Ayuk, I've liked him, but I'm a little worried about how he's going to be with the quarterback situation in San Francisco. Juju Smith-Schuster, you got three guys in Pittsburgh that could really emerge. So there's a bit to like there. If this was a two wide receiver format, maybe I'd be looking towards him, but I, I'm looking for a guy that I have more confidence in and that's going to be Odell Beckham, um, junior. He's going to be my pick here. I do like that. Mike Davis is still around. Um, and I like the Pat Mahomes one. Cause now I think we're probably going to start to see that run on quarterbacks. I've talked about a little bit. Um, I don't necessarily need Josh Allen, but there's about six or seven guys I'd be happy with. I'll let those guys kind of, uh, fall through. And then over this long break, uh, turnaround, I'll probably revisit quarterback next round. So I would go with, uh, Beckham. All right, Steve, who do you got? I mean this picks pretty obviously odell beckham
3: for me i really am down on t higgins this year i think he's the third best receiver in cincinnati IUK, i don't even think will be the number one i like debo more than him in san fran and juju i mean that's the case of a three-headed monster mouths to feed you know you have deontay johnson claypool juju odell has the highest ceiling by far of any of the wideouts remaining in my opinion and I'm actually kind of surprised that Henderson, Davis, Edmonds, Hunt—they're all still here. It actually kind of opens my eyes to maybe being able to take two receivers in the first three rounds and then get yeah. one of these, you know, in round four or five and build your running back to that way. But we have two running backs. There's no sense not going wide receiver. Odell has the highest ceiling. I know, you know, he gets hurt every now and then, and. The Browns have two really good running backs. They like to run the ball first, but I don't think there's anyone who has the ceiling in the top wide receivers right now on the board over Odell. Cortland Sutton's got great talent, but QB play is very big concern for me there. And I love DJ Chark. I think it's too early to take him. I know Trevor Lawrence, he's amazing in college, but we'll see how he adjusts to the NFL. I think he'll be very good, but there's no, no way I'm taking Chark over Odell. I would take Odell every time. At this situation.
0: Chris, I really don't know if I want to take Odell, so please tell me you're gonna say somebody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I really like Ayu personally. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he reminds me a lot of Diggs. Like him and Diggs
1: had the most successful yeah. routes and like uh he got he got away from the corner. Um you know that was wasn't great technical but he, he he's the most one of the best route runners. I mean up and coming route runners in the NFL. Um I really like him personally. If this was my pick, that's what I would say.
0: Well, I am stuck between Ayuk and Beckham. I'm not going outside of those two. And between those two, I think I am going to say Beckham for one reason, and one reason only, and that's because he is the number one target on his team. Brendan Ayuk is not the number one target on his team, and for my wide receiver two, that's something that's kind of a requirement for me. Um, so I'm, I'm going to – Maybe, unfortunately, go with Odell Beckham, but uh, you know they, they they did make good points. He does have the single highest ceiling of maybe any wide receiver left right now. He might be the most talented outside of maybe a Jamar Chase, who we haven't even seen in NFL action yet. So I'll go with Odell.
3: It's a birthday pick for Meerkat, right? I was just, just going to say that. It's Meerkat, uh, yeah, I yeah, say. It's
0: <laughs> now we have only three running backs have gone. They're both Backs is, four quarterbacks have gone so I imagine quarterback is out in this round uh Henderson and Davis who I would have loved to have fallen to us but obviously we do still need our third uh starting wide receiver so I'll pull up the cheat sheet back here and Steve you're up first this time who do you want us to take in round six Um, I
3: was really hoping Chase was still going to be here, but I actually, I really do like Debo Samuel. I know you guys are probably going to disagree. I think Debo is more talented than Ayuk and I know Kittle's probably the number one target, but Debo is the type of player who can get the ball behind the line line of scrimmage, deep downfield or a short jag route and make things happen. He's incredible after the catch. He's super elusive and he's basically like Alvin Kamara, once he gets the ball, he's tough to tackle. He fights through hits. He's very quick with his cuts. If he can have a full season of health, I think Debo Samuel can be a potential breakout-type league winner wideout this year. I know the quarterback in San Francisco is kind of, buy his values a little lower than it should be but in terms of talent if we are really looking for a wide out it's no question for me here debo i think has the highest ceiling and i also think he has the potential to have those you know 40 point weeks where he has 120 yards three touchdowns he can get the ball in the rushing game as well you've seen they've used him on the reverse they've used him on little tosses i think he's a do-it-all player i really like Debo samuel here
0: all right chris what about you
1: uh, I like Debo too. Um, this is this is where it starts getting tough. You got Robbie Anderson. We are afraid of those Carolina receivers because of Darnold, but they have that rapport. You know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. I but it's it's a risky pick, right? The Debo pick feels better. It feels better than picking Robbie Anderson. Um, I, I'm looking at some of these running backs that are still on the board. I know we still have a wide receiver to uh, draft, right? We we only have two. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but yeah we got more wide receivers. There, if you if you look at the uh, the depth of running back at this point, after Kareem Hunt, there's not much to go off of, except you know Damian Harris. You could probably get him in the next round if we all good on that. But personally, me, I feel more comfortable with like I like Dar- see the the wide receivers. I like Darnell Mooney. <laughs> I like I like Jarvis Landry. So like I could wait personally for another wide receiver and pick Kareem Hunt to be in my flex. Um, just have a strong flex. Uh, so that's probably what I would do just because I don't love the f- these wide receivers that are, uh, you know, presenting themselves right now.
0: Interesting. Jordan. So we have Kareem Hunt. We have Debo Samuel. Are you going to put another name out there for me?
2: Uh, I am
0: okay so, great
2: please please I, I make it a,
0: uh i don't want to i don't want to talk them but please make it better than the first two
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm looking at the draft board right now there's a lot of names that i like but nobody in the skill positions that's really jumping out to me is somebody that i really a really like and b really like the value on so there's some guys that you know i've said a couple times over the course of this draft if i was picking a few picks later i would probably slide into one of these um, I'm actually looking at quarterback right now. We've gotten that quarterback run that I talked about last round. It kind of happened. There's a few guys that I'd be be down with, and I'm kind of looking at Russell Wilson as the best guy left, who I think is a bona fide top seven QB. Um, a while ago when we were talking quarterbacks, I mentioned I'm a bit down on Justin Herbert just because I think that he's primed for a sophomore slump. Um, Aaron Rodgers, obviously the guy's an all all-world talent defending mvp but with this offseason i mean it's things have just gotten even worse since i said i wasn't really all that worried about it um i just saw news today that said he's expected to sign a deal that's going to keep him in green bay for at least a year but mm-hmm. that's not finalized and even i mean there's drama with devonte adams i'm not about it tom brady is another year older i mean he's you know it seems like he's winning his battle with father time but you got to think at some point that's going to catch up to him. I hate to be the guy that is shocked that a 44-year-old quarterback was no longer an MVP <laughs> caliber player. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and then Tannehill and Stafford, I think these guys are capable of being starting caliber quarterbacks, but I don't really see them being elite fantasy plays. So I think that I would go Russell Wilson here.
0: All right. Well, unfortunately, that made it easier than I wanted it to. Uh, <laughs> and and it's really like I, I'm, I'm picking between – Uh, mushrooms, olives, and twigs and berries for dinner. And I don't like mushrooms or olives, uh, just in case anybody didn't get that. Uh, But I'm just going to go with need here. I had Kareem Hunt last year. I was not a fan, really, until Nick Chubb got hurt. I am going to go Debo Samuel just because I like the talent, and it did look like they were finding excuses to get him the ball. They were finding ways to get him the ball. Um, And I just, you know, that you can never say that about Kareem Hunt. Honestly, like, you know, they're always going to find the try to get the ball into Nick Chubb's hands first. Um, And then with Russell Wilson, I like it. I just think there's a better chance that he's there next round. And when there's like four quarterbacks taken within a round and a half, I never really like to go with the run. I kind of wait for it to come to me in an an advantageous position Mm -hmm. um so so I'm gonna go with Debo Samuel here and maybe we'll see if we take a quarterback in the next round as we watch this play out if the if it wants to did you did you did did you want me to did they don't want me to take Debo Samuel man They didn't even like that pick all right here we go now we're going Kareem Hunt, Javante Williams, Devonta Smith, Michael Pittman, Justin Herbert and Tyler Higby. So I know Jordan is still going to say Russell Wilson. Am I right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Steve, uh, are you going to agree or go another way here in the seventh round of this draft?
3: I'll probably be different because it's more fun. There we go. <laughs> I'm looking. I really want to get a third running back just because I, I think you really need three running backs just in case of injury concern or what have you. And I know he plays for the enemy, but I think Damian Harris has way too much talent to be on the board at this point. He doesn't get a lot of work in the receiving game, but Damian Harris is a very good runner. And I know Patriot running backs, they absolutely terrify me, but he looked different than the other running backs in new England last year. I think he's a guy who can almost play the Garrett blunt role that the Patriots had a while back. And granted Mm -hmm. their offense may not be as good as that year. Harris is going to get, by far the most goal line workout of any of the backs left on the board. He's probably going to be close to, you know, 20 touches a game. And that type of volume, that type of value this late in a draft to get as your third running back after you already have three wideouts and a tight end, it's too hard for me to pass up on. And Chris, round this out, you're going to put a third name out there? I really wanted
1: Herbert, but he, he got picked. Um, I would be looking quarterback, but since we already have Carson, I don't love having a quarterback and running back on the same team um, uh-huh. on my starting lineup. Um, you know, Damien Harris is an interesting pick. I heard the, the you know worry that a lot of people had was that Cam Newton steals a lot of the goal line goal yeah. line downs, but I've heard that they're switching their offense to more of a pass friendly offense. They're not going to have Cam run as much, probably trying to. Uh, Alter it for Mac Jones a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't disagree that he'd get 15 to 20 touches a game at this point. Um, you know, if it wasn't for having Carson, I'd probably pick Wilson. But since we have Wilson, and I still like you know at least one or two of the quarterbacks that are left on the board, I would probably go with Harris as well.
2: See, I was um, I was I, planning on taking sure. Wilson last round so that I. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean planning like I'm Yeah. <laughs> Jake, picked my, Jake picked all my picks so far, so why would it be all different? <laughs> Um but my plan was I wanted to take Wilson so that I could take one of these running backs this round. I actually have my own a different running back. I like James Robinson here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jacksonville's still going to have a good run game. We don't quite know how everything's going to shake out. I think I just feel like I mean I had James Robinson on my fantasy team last year. He won. Me too. Won that mm-hmm. league. I might be a little biased. I just I don't I, I don't see them going hundred percent away from him. I don't see how they can dismiss him after the season he had last year, but I would, I, if you're not taking a quarterback, I would definitely take a running back this, this round.
0: I can see how they do it. And it's just because it's Urban Meyer and it's a new coaching staff. Yeah. That's the only single reason I can think of that would actually make sense. And it doesn't even make all that much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, another reason I wouldn't want to take James Robinson is this is full point PPR. And I don't think that if you told me he caught less than twenty percent of passes thrown to running backs last or this coming year, just because of Travis Etienne, I would hundred percent believe you. And also, I love, 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 love Damian Harris as a value, especially since Bill Belichick came out and said that he is the guy. He is the number one running back on that team. And when Bill Belichick says something, I usually believe it unless he's just going and I can't understand it. So. Oh, uh, we'll go with, we'll go with Damian Harris here. Um, I, I always go for depth at running back over, over depth at any other position um, or even a starting quarterback in this spot. So you see the plus sign I'm trying to just stall now so I can get to the draft button. There we go. And now we'll keep going here. Zach Moss goes right after that's a fun uh, pick right Michael there. Isn't Carter. it? Wow. All right, so we had a few more quarterbacks go off the board, so I imagine we may not be going that here unless it's a big Matt Stafford fan. Looking at you, Steve. Had Logan Thomas go off the board, another tight end. Um, I can't remember who who we're supposed to start with. Uh, This one is supposed to be, if I'm doing the math right, God damn, I can't even do it. Jordan, you started off here, actually. <laughs> Who do you have oh us taking? Boy. And I know this is not how you wanted. This to is start. not where I wanted to be. But now yeah. this is where the running backs get ugly, and we have three. So I feel a good, very good about that. Um, so what do what do you recommend here?
2: I mean, honestly, you know the, the, we're getting into the quarterbacks that I don't really want as my starter. So at this point, if I'm drafting myself. All the quarterbacks I really like are gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm gonna take basically two quarterbacks at the end of the draft and hope one of them pans out. Um, I'm very very low on Matt Stafford this year. Um, a lot of people are saying oh he's gonna he's gonna t- turn things around for LA. I just I don't think a quarterback that's never won a playoff game in over a decade in the NFL is the missing piece getting the Rams to the Super Bowl. Aren't you the um, guy who went
0: on a rant about how the Detroit Lions just waste talent and that's nobody in the Detroit Lions team's fault?
2: I didn't say it was nobody in the Detroit Lions team's fault. Oh, <laughs> there's okay. a difference. There's <laughs> a difference between being a great running back or a great you know, wide receiver and being the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kirk sure. Cousins has gotten the Vikings to, to the NFC Championship game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, there's upside there. He's a rookie. I think he falls a little bit. Matt Ryan, I think his arm is shot. Joe Burrow, I love Joe Burrow, but I don't like that offensive line. And Jalen Hurts is a wild card. I'm sure there's going to be some dissent here. I want to <laughs> place the poor little <laughs> gasoline uh, on the fire there. Yes, he loves So who but you my got here? I do like running back here. I would go with probably David Johnson. I don't really love him all that much, but I just think somebody in Houston's got to do something on offense. I think you take a shot on him. I mean, who else are they going to – He's going to get touches, you know. He's going to get touches until he fails out of the role, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think he's a he's a workable flex play.
0: If Watson isn't the quarterback, I would like that a little bit more because then he's catching passes from Tyrod Taylor, which means he's getting 15 targets a game as a running back. (laughs) Steve, uh, how do you feel about this round here? Where do you want to go? Well, I mean, I love
3: the top three QBs on the board right now, all for different reasons. I'll start with (laughs) Burrow. I think the Bengals are just gonna pass, pass, pass. I know the offensive line's bad, but he's got great weapons around him. I really like Joe Burrow taking a step up in year two. Matt Stafford, I'm not going to you know, be the homer here, but I love Matt Stafford. I actually do think he's the piece that will take the Rams over the top just because he's going to be so much better under pressure than Jared Goff was. And Sean McVay, he loves his play-action system. That causes a lot of pressure for QBs when they roll out. Stafford's a lot better at that than Goff. And he's got a lot of good weapons around him. Running back took you know, a big hit when Akers got out, but you still got Woods. You still got Cooper Cup. they, they drafted Tutu to, to Atwell, who could be, you know, a guy, they still have Deshaun Jackson there, Van Jefferson and Tyler Higbee. There's a lot of mounts that Stafford can feed. Probably, you know, the best type of weapons he's had in a long time in his career. But I'm going to do it. I'm fine with any of those three QBs. I'll, I'll just say that. But I love Jalen Hurts. I think he has potential to be a Lamar Jackson type for fantasy. He's He ran just as well as Jackson did in the four games he started last year. He added, you know, a couple weapons to year, including Devonta Smith, who we had a good, you know, you know, relationship with in college. I think that's going to help him a lot. And the Eagles, I don't think their defense is very good. So their offense is probably going to be on the field a lot. They're going to be trailing a lot. And Jalen Hurts loves to run. I would not be shocked if he leads the NFL in rushing for all QBs. And he's the type of player that I think could just make a lot of big plays. He may not be the best QB in real life in terms – he's probably going to turn it over a little bit here and there. But for fantasy, I think he's an absolute juggernaut, and I really think he's the type of player – the only QB right now on the board who has potential to, you know, break into like a top five QB season. Chris, But
0: I like all three. All right, Chris, who do you got here?
1: Uh, if we didn't have Odell Beckham, I'd lean towards Jarvis Landry. That's the that's the uh, brown mm-hmm. receiver that I'd be leaning towards. Um, yeah, but you know, it doesn't feel good. But I would probably pick Hertz. I mean, Hertz. They I've I've read some things. They have a really easy schedule next year. Apparently, he doesn't have to be an All Pro quarterback. Steve said it. They have a they don't have a great defense. They're going to be playing from behind a lot. He's got a running capability. Uh, I, I think that. If we, we could pick a backup and then have a nice you know guy off the bench or we could have a starting quarterback, uh, I would probably fill out my roster before
2: I start going to the bench. I told Jordan. you to take Wilson, Jake, and now look where that left no, you. No, now because gonna have to take I, I like, <laughs> no, like – Hurts finishes higher than Wilson
3: on the, the QB rankings I
0: would not doubt it. Wilson did not look as efficient running the ball last year and running, point, running yards matter. Like that's yes. – I really – that's what I would say. Jordan? I,
2: I will say – I do agree that Hertz has a higher ceiling.
0: Mm, I also
2: believe that Wilson has a far higher floor. Exactly. Uh, Wilson's a stacked ceiling. Without without question. Yeah. But I just Um, love
3: the potential for Hertz this late. That's what it comes down to.
2: Yeah. Potential upside is absolutely massive. I agree. I just think it's a very risky pick.
0: Based on the rules of this draft that we're doing, I have to pick one of the two guys that you said. And I'm just going with who I hate the least. (laughs) And I wish that – I was hoping one of you guys would say Tyler Boyd. I really would because I wanted him as our wide receiver three. Last year, A.J. Brown, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins were all on 100 target paces when they were all healthy at the same time in the lineup. So there's no reason to believe that Tyler Boyd couldn't do that again. What's that, Chris? I mean AJ
1: Green, right? Third receiver.
0: What was that? Do we not have a
1: third receiver yet?
0: Yeah, we no, we have a third receiver, but I would have loved him as our fourth. I oh, wanted him as our. He was on the
1: board when we picked
0: uh, when we picked Debo. Yeah, and he's fallen two or three more rounds, but I'm gonna go hurts, and and we're gonna have to speed this up a little bit here because I think two goalies, one Mike has something going, uh, in a little bit. So I'm gonna take hurts. I'm not thrilled about it, basically. I'm but so I mean, happy with. I know you are. It's the only mock draft I'm gonna take in all damn season. A- and look who's gone. Look who's gone. Tyler Boyd's gone. Great. Thanks, guys. Uh, and I and uh, I was gonna try to. I, can't you know? I should have had. I should have had like a lifeline, like in like in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where I could not pick because I only one team needed a quarterback. Between, oh, it's a shame. Uh, but <laughs> we, you know, what we got bigger fish to fry. We're filling out the bench now, and we got a lot of names out there. James Conner as a guy. Maybe he's the number one in Arizona. I don't think so, but maybe one of you guys can convince me. Uh, and since we are in round number nine, Steve, you go first. Who do you got here? All right. I
3: don't know how you guys feel about him, but I think there's too many people hating on Devin Singletary. I actually like Devin Singletary for the Bills this season. I know, okay. I know Moss is there. I know Breed is there. But I think Singletary is going to get the most work out of all of them. And if you look at the backs, you know, right now available, I think running, depth is, running back depth is the most important fantasy. That's usually where I try to go in these middle rounds. I just want to get as many as I can because you never know with injuries or trade stuff could open up. And I look at the list. Singletary is the only guy I think who will get the bulk of the work for his team. I really don't like James Kelly I don't think he's very talented, and I love Chase Edmonds, so that's why I'm off him. Hines, yeah, he's a great pass catcher, but Indianapolis, they got three running backs. Williams, I just don't trust enough, and I don't Pollard's based on an injury. You talked about Cohen on the pup list, but I didn't even really like him that much before then. I really like Devin Singletary. I, you know, he's probably not going to be a guy who breaks in the top 10 for running backs, but I think he can be a steady season and he can be a guy, you know, you can plug in if you have an injury, if you need someone. I think he's going to be reliable week to week and I think he's going to get his workload week to week. I think the Bills are going to get him, you know, around 15 touches a week. Chris, who do you got in this round?
1: Probably Landry or Singletary.
0: Landry or Singletary. So I'm going to say Landry so that we have another pick, uh, guy to choose from, Jordan. Who do you got this um,
2: round? I'm one of the guys that's I'm I'm not that high on Singletary. I think there's too many backs. I don't think Devin Singletary is a separated himself from the pack enough and b shown himself to be more valuable than passing. I mean, I mm-hmm. think the Bills are passing up. They any like, like one game last season where they had what 20 straight passing plays yeah, and it to wasn't open the game. Yeah. yeah, I mean they were playing Madden football. i mean, yeah, and yeah, Singletary, sure, you know he posted a great workout picture, and I mean I'm a Bills fan. You know, but I I hope he pans out. I just the guy. If undersized. every running
0: back that got jacked quads in the offseason is going to pop off, then every running back in the NFL is going to pop off. We're talking <laughs> Mike Davis, Zeke Elliott's going to be the number one RB again. Saquon's going to be right behind yeah. him. Like we, we can't just keep getting
2: excited. Saquon
3: over, would rush for four thousand yards if that was the case.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um, Jordan, you giving me any, this round? So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards James Conner. We don't necessarily need. A running back, you know, we have a running back in the flex. So I'm taking James Conner. I think he's somebody that I can slide in as a bye week. Like Steve said, I don't really love him. I don't think he's super talented. I think he kind of made a name for himself just picking up the slack in um, Le'Veon Bell's absence in Pittsburgh. And there's a reason that he's not still with the Steelers anymore. Um, I do disagree, though, in that I don't necessarily love Chase Edmonds. I was pretty low on Kenyon Drake last year. And so when Chase Edmonds started stealing some work that – that didn't really shock me all that much but i mean chase could end up being the top guy in arizona i'm not i'm not saying it's not but i think out of all it's these why guys i both think
0: like, mm-hmm.
2: Sorry, yeah you know what i mean you get to this point in the draft and you're not going to find too many stars mm-hmm. anymore but to me he's somebody that if i get an injury or two i can put james connor in my lineup and and not not have him be a liability i don't think he's going to be a strong suit but you know it's he can patch a hole so mm-hmm.
0: Um, so here's where I'm at on it. I'm going to take Landry and I'm going to tell you guys why, um, the Singletary last year, Zach Moss was the single best pass blocking running back in the entire NFL. And just because of that, because of what the bills do and because of what they do well, and wow, I have not updated the bottom in a very long time. (laughs) Um, I just, I don't think that he's Singletary is going to see the field as much as some people want him to James Conner. I mean, injury history, he might not be the best running back on his team. I'm not down for that, especially when Kyler Murray is already going to be taking a lot of the rushes there. So I'll take Landry just as a, you know, what if Beckham gets hurt again? Cause he gets hurt once a year. Uh, you know, when Beckham was out last year, Landry was actually like a fantasy viable wide receiver, like more than just fantasy viable, because that's what he is normally. He was actually like a wide receiver, like two. So um, I'm going to go with Landry just as a, but if I don't get a running back I like in the next round, then I would definitely uh, be a little concerned. But uh, we'll watch this uh, happen as it goes along. Mooney's gone. That would have been a fun guy. Antonio Brown in the ninth round is a very, very, very good value in my opinion. And a bunch of running backs are off the board. Yeah. Another running back in Gainwell off wow. the board. So this is something that we definitely should be addressing here, Chris. Who do you have with us? Who do you have us going for in the tenth round of this draft?
1: I did Watson already go. No, I'm just um, <laughs> um, Let's see. Yeah, I feel like we should lean towards building our running back depth a bit. Um, you know, you could go for a handcuff, a handcuff James White, uh, but I don't love it. This is where it gets kind of iffy. You go back up quarterback. Man, I would probably go – I really wanted Mooney, especially after they just traded Anthony Miller. Yep. Um, but – I digress. Mike Williams. Uh, no, unless we do the whole handcuffing wide receivers and just go Mike Williams, but uh, I don't think <laughs> either. Um, You know, just for the sake of anything, I'm just going to say Cole Beasley. <laughs> oh,
2: good <laughs> Lord. All right, Jordan. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to say running back. I mean, we passed up on some running backs that I would have taken earlier. Mm-hmm. Um there's two guys I have my eye on here that I think well, actually three guys I have my eye on here. Um, number one is JD McKissick. I think he has, because we're doing PPR. I mean, he's going to be the, the second uh, running back in Washington, but mm-hmm. they've got Ryan Fitzpatrick who's going to throw the ball a bit more. And McKissick tends to do better as a pass catcher. Um, and then second guy is going to be Philip Lindsay. Um, I mentioned James Connor just because somebody in Houston has to, you know, they're probably going to run three offensive plays before they punt most downs. I mean, I'm, most drives, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to, not going to rule anything out, but yeah. <laughs> you know? And like I said, I didn't really love David Johnson. I just love his, like his role more because somebody has got to step up, but David Johnson is a, now going to be a 29 year old running back who has played like a 29 year old running back for about five years. And yeah. I think Philip Lindsay, yeah, he got booted out of Denver, undrafted free agent who's caught on with his hometown team. But I don't love him. But there's David Johnson is pretty uninspiring as a guy above him. And again, who else are they gonna? Who else is that offense gonna run through? The other guy I like here is Tevin Coleman, especially now that Michael Carter went off the board early. I think Tevin Coleman handles a lot of passing downs for the Jets. In this case, I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that he's still there for the short turnaround and he's probably going to be my pick next round if he's still there. I would mm-hmm. say Philip Lindsay this round. All right. And and uh, so we got Philip Lindsay. We got
0: Chris. Said, who did Chris say? Cole or did Jordan Beasley. go first? I'm an idiot. Colby's like, oh, I know. You know, Chris is the idiot. Okay, Steve, <laughs> who are you giving this this round?
3: I, I want to go running back up here, and I guess Jordan kind of touched on both guys. I like it's Lindsay and Coleman for me between the two. And when I look at it here, it's who has the best chance to be a starter, right? Just based on pure, you know, talent or situation. Madison's a pure handcuff. James White's never going to have a starter type of carry. Same with McKissick, same with Cohen. And so it comes down to Coleman, Lindsey. And I'm I'm leaning Tevin Coleman here just because I don't think Houston is very good at all. Probably the worst team in football. They have a horrible offensive line. And David Johnson, he may just be, you know, hey, we're just going to give him 20 touches because we don't expect anything. Coleman, I like a little more because he's he's a good pass catcher. He showed that throughout his career. The Jets have a rookie quarterback who, you know, you could see a lot of check downs there. And not to mention, you know, the running back ahead of him on the depth chart, Michael Carter, he's a rookie. We've seen times before these NFL teams will have the rookie, you know, maybe sit out for a little bit or just get a few touches per game, kind of gradually bring him into the offense. And Coleman, I think, is talented talented enough to at least keep a role the entire Mm -hmm. season. I like Tevin Coleman here. I think he has probably the highest upside of these backs and probably the only back that I think outside of a fluke injury could become the starter just based on performance.
0: Yeah, I like all the points that you make. I like that what you well, how you and Jordan are not in a hundred percent unison here, Mm -hmm. but you know, you guys are you guys are kind of on the same page about Tevin Coleman. Um, and for the first time all offseason, I I think I actually feel comfortable rostering him. I feel like this is a little bit early than I would have liked him. Uh, but you know, when if you want to get the guys that are running backs that you believe have a chance to be a starter or be good, you kind of have to reach on them at this point in the draft. Uh, So I'll take Tevin Coleman there. There's one guy out there that I really hope makes it to us, and I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, And he's still there. Well, I would have loved Mike Williams, actually. Man, that's a shame. Um, That would have been good. Uh, But but Chris or Jordan, you start this one off. Who do you have for us taking? Who do you have us taking in this round? Do you want us to maybe go back to the Philip Lindsay water or try to get a different position here?
2: Uh, Let's see. I'm looking. We have one, two, three, four. I like, I like Lindsay. The biggest reason I picked um, Lindsay last round is I thought that just based off of the rankings, there would be a higher chance that Coleman would be around this round than Lindsay. I'm happy that we have the opportunity to get both of these guys. I like the Steve pick. Um, So I would, I would say Lindsay here. I'm looking down the rest of the list and nobody's really inspiring me. Um, as far as running back, and I do want at least one more running back. Um, the wide receivers, you know, we're getting slim, but there's still guys like John Brown, Jameson Crowder, Denzel Mims with with uh, significant upside, and Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders is there as well. So right. I would take, take Lindsey.
0: Philip, Lindsey for him. Steve, do you want to go running back, wide receiver, backup tight end? so i was kind of hoping there were two
3: wide receivers i was hoping would get around to us and they're both there so now i have to make a choice i really like mccall hardman and i really like russell gage and i think i'm leaning russell gage here he was the number 37 wide out last year with julio there i know julio missed a good chunk of games but russell gage i think he's going to step into the number two role on that offense i know pitts is there but he's going to be you know it's a rookie tight end you don't know how much they're going to use him Calvin Ridley, he's going to be great, but he's going to be probably double teamed a lot. We'll see how he, you know, takes the role of a true number one wideout. I think Russell Gates gets a ton of targets. And another thing too, the Falcons defense, it's not good. It's not going to be good. They're going to be in a lot Mm. of high scoring games. And the Falcons have been a pass heavy offense for the past like 10 years. I like Russell Gates here. I think he has, you know, a pretty high ceiling. And I think he probably gets the most targets out of any of the receivers remaining. I wouldn't be upset with McCole Hardman either. I really like his potential, but if I had to pick between the two, I'd go Russell Gage.
2: Miracate
0: would take
3: Hardman.
1: Yeah, I'd take Hardman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chris, are you going to stick with Cole Beasley or are you going to throw another name out there?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be our starting guy, so it's not like we're relying on him, but he had 1,000-plus yards last year. I think he's the safest.
0: Yeah, um, I I think – I think I am going to go Beasley. I do like Russell Gage, but I do think that Kyle Pitts is going to be receiving the wide receiver two type of targets, and maybe Gage slides into the slot more because he is a smaller receiver, and Pitts definitely fits the outside. If that's how they do it, if that's how they structure it, I love Russell Gage. I just don't know if I trust them to do it that way. You know. Um, and I already know Cole Beasley and the type of usage he's going to get in this offense. Um, Are you? so you? So
3: uh, hmm. Real quick, are you worried at all, like with Emmanuel Sanders and Gabe Davis, like cutting into Cole Beasley's work? Because I know Sanders this year. I think he's pretty good. I love this Sanders this well. year, I do love Sanders this
1: year. I do I love, love
0: Sanders sure. this year. I think it's more likely that Gabe Davis eats into Emmanuel Sanders mm-hmm. than Col- than Sanders be- eats into Cole Beasley. Like Beasley uh-huh. was the best slot receiver in the NFL last yes. year. you know, yes. forget forget everything that's happened in this offseason. He was the best slot receiver in yes. the NFL last year. So okay. I'm going to bank that he's going to return that value you again the I fact that go ahead
3: i think i'm just scared off him a little bit because of emmanuel sanders and i think if emmanuel sanders strings together yeah. a couple good weeks i think you could just see him kind of, not jump him but almost get a bigger role going forward what was
1: that it's good for the Bills. <laughs> it is good, good for the,
3: the bills
0: yeah. yeah 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 for, for fantasy it sucks but for us bills fans it's a good problem <laughs> to have All right, we're gonna take Beasley here. We're gonna watch it go. Gabe Davis goes back right after him, so that's kind of fun. The first defense goes off the board. Stafford and Burrow going rounds 12. So I oh that's that's amazing value on both of them, in my opinion. Honestly, even better for Burrow. I do love that round 12 value for Burrow. I have him a little over Stafford, in my opinion, I think. Um, but Steve will let you start it off here. Russell Gage is still there. Russell Gage I, is still there. You're gonna, I, you, yeah. I can't pass up on him here. I know we got
3: another receiver, Beasley, and I like running back depth, but I really think the ceiling Russell Gage is worth is worth it here. I don't think there's a risk taking him this late in the draft. Mm-hmm. And you're getting, I think, a number two receiver on a pass-heavy team with a bad defense. I
0: love Russell Gage. All right. i don't hate them like i said i just hope that they use him well yeah. um chris who do you see that you like out there right now
1: um how many picks until our next one six uh we okay. are the short term yeah it's the short,
0: yeah, it's the short, the
1: short term. term i want a defense overplay um mm-hmm. i I, don't, I like the game pick, especially cuz he just fell um we just picked Cole beasley i could make an argument for Emmanuel sanders but since mm-hmm. we have we just picked beasley i'd be fine with russell gage but just to give you more options i'm gonna, I'm gonna say sanders he could probably, probably going to be there next round, though,
0: so. All right. And uh, Jordan, are you are going
2: to stick with Philip Lindsay? Uh, actually, I'm not. All, all right, right, cool. Who are you going to get me? Um, a lot of people have been avoiding these running backs. Philip Lindsay was ranked above almost all these other running backs that have been taken, so now that we've kind of gone through, it seems like every other team here, if I'm in this draft, nobody really likes Philip Lindsay. Um, so I'm thinking he might survive another turnaround, but I don't necessarily love our quarterback – as okay. a bona fide guy, I think he's kind of a, fair. a lottery pick. He might might pan out and be a star. He might not. So for at sure. this point, there's a lot of safe picks at quarterback. But there's one guy that I really like for his upside, and that's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Um, and that's where okay. I would go here. I mean, first overall pick in the draft, this guy who they said, you know, he's the best quarterback prospect <laughs> since Andrew Luck. And if we think back to Luck's first season in Indy, he went to a garbage 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 Colts team that was just completely devoid of competency and he turned them around pretty quickly if if Lawrence can do something like that and he's been an entrenched starter for a while in college um you know I like the upside there and now I have two quarterbacks that I'm like you know there's high upside even if the floor necessarily isn't all that high so I would take Lawrence here I don't hate the pick, I really don't.
0: Um I would rather just based on, you know, you kind of said it, you know, Jalen Hurts is already kind of a wild card, kind of a lottery ticket. I would prefer my backup quarterback not to be one as well. I would prefer a safer option if I was going that way. That's just how I construct my roster. I'm going to say that's right or wrong. Going to lottery tickets kind can- absolutely pan out like honestly it can um i'm just a little more conservative when it comes to that i guess so i'm not gonna go lawrence um and i don't think i'll go sanders i think i will go gage um because as our as our sixth wide receiver if if he doesn't end up being anybody you draft from this point on there's like a 90 percent chance they're off your roster by week three anyways so (laughs) if i find out early that art smith is not going to be using russell gage correctly um then then I'll then I'll know everything I need to know, and I, I'll just drop them. So I am gonna go, gonna go Russell Gage. I have one wide receiver. I'm really hoping one of you bring up, uh, but we will see if we have the opportunity to do that as we watch the draft board go around. Uh, we got the short turn here. So Lindsey's finally gone. White, Bagalore, Kadarius, Tony, Robert Tunyon, Mike Geseki, and now we are back here. So no one really we were targeting except for Philip Lindsey. We, he was more of a topic of conversation more than a target. Um, um, but, uh, you know, we'll look at who's here. And now what number round is this? 14, 13, I can't count. Jordan, you can kick this one off. Who do you got for us? <laughs> mean, um, Lawrence is still there. I would res- I would consider Lawrence much more this round after, like, kind of for sure- shoring up our, our wide receiver core.
2: Yeah, there's a wide receiver coming up that I'm really interested in, and that is A.J. Green. Um, but okay. I feel like he'll be around for a little bit. Um, I'm thinking defense at this point, not necessarily that I'm committing to taking one, but I'm like, okay, you know, if I want to have a great, I got to make a decision now. Do I want to be, have a great defense that I can set it and forget it? Or do I want to be streaming defenses every week? Because this is pretty much the round that I think I got to make that call. I think that uh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore, Washington, they might not be around. Um, I actually really like Tampa though. I think that yeah. they, they had a great defense last season, last year for the most part. I mean, a lot of new pieces gelling together. Um, they went defense in the draft. They also have Tom Brady, who is, as much as I hate when analysts are like, oh, Tom Brady makes this defense so good. He is <laughs> great at possession football. I mean, he is a guy that knows how to take time off the clock, keep his defense <laughs> off the field. And if your defense isn't on the field, they're not giving up points. Everybody else, I mean, like I said, I I agree with with Wake's evaluation of Trevor Lawrence. I generally like to be more conservative. I'm taking a wild card, like I said, um, and I wouldn't have taken Hertz as my as my guy. But yeah. at this point, defense is starting to go. I like Tampa. I actually have them as I think they're the best defense in the league this year in fantasy. So I would take Tampa. All right, Steve, who do you got for us in round fourteen? I'm going to bring up a wide out more so on the situation than maybe
3: his actual talent. But Treyquan Smith could be the number one receiver for the Saints for the first month of the season. And to get a team's number one receiver this late in a draft, it's hard for me to pass up on that. Because even if you don't plan on keeping him the whole way, he gets a hot start. You can trade him for something going forward. I, I didn't really want to bring him up, but Trey Smith spent this late in the draft with Michael Thomas, you know, could be out for a month, could be out longer. There's really no other competition with receivers there. Maybe they signed someone, but I mean, who's he competing with? Deontay Harris, Marquez
2: Calloway. Chris Halloway.
3: Hogan. Chris, yeah. Hogan.
0: Oh, Chris Hogan. I mean. He signed him. Yeah. He's, I'll, he's I'll back you
2: know he played Yeah, he's, you
0: know he played Penn State lacrosse,
2: right? Did you know he played professional lacrosse and he played uh, college lacrosse? I know,
0: amazing. <laughs> uh, but I'll but yes, you know, I like the call. I like the call. We I mean, do got to rush because I know the two goalies. when Mike like, yep. it's trying to get a showing at six twenty. So we'll rush through the last few runs of the draft. Chris, what do you got?
1: I like Lawrence because uh, I'm I I'm a boy. I'm not a aggr- I'm very aggressive. I'm not a very conservative drafter personally. Um, they do play Houston twice and Tennessee twice. So if Hurts mm-hmm. has a tough game around that time, you can always swipe them out um so i would probably pick trevor lawrence but i do love that traequan smith uh call out
0: yep i'm gonna take traequan smith just because he is the wide receiver the only other wide receiver i would take at this moment in the draft especially with the depth we already have uh you know especially you know you can maybe work a trade with the michael uh, michael thomas and get him to buy traequan smith after the draft he doesn't even have to be on your roster come uh first day of the season so uh, we'll get him, and I would be much more inclined to take defense this coming round, uh, Jordan. So let's see if that happens, and this is freezing up. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, I accidentally oh. drafted Emmanuel oh, Sanders. Boy. Yes. Undo. Undo. All right, here we are. That's the beautiful thing about the cheat sheet here, guys, You're the, the mock draft simulator. It lets you undo a pick if you ever make a mistake like this did. So, uh, we have Trevor Lawrence went almost right after us. The Washington football team went. Uh, so, you know, defenses are starting to go. Chris, who do you got for us this round?
1: Washington is my defense one on the year, so it's kind of a bummer. Um, but at this point, I, I wouldn't mind Tampa. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind Tampa or
2: Tampa. I'd probably pick like Tampa. All right. Jordan, sticking with Tampa? Yeah, I'm sticking with Tampa because, you know, I think you got to make a decision. If you want a certain defense, I don't have a problem with reaching on it. But once that defense that I want is gone – then I say I'm not taking a defense until the end of the draft. I will not reach on a defense that I'm not confident in. But I'm confident in Tampa. I would take him here.
0: All right, Steve, what do you got for me?
2: I usually wait last
3: two rounds for defense kicker. I'm, I've been a big fan of streaming defense. I'm.
0: I'd rather look at a backup
3: QB here because, like you said, you know Jalen Hurts his floor is low. He could have a high ceiling, but it's a volatile pick. I really wanted Deshaun Watson because if he plays, that's you know might be mm-hmm. the steal of the league. But he went four picks ahead of us. I like a guy who's, you know, kind of safe but has a little bit of upside. Is Baker Mayfield for me? I know the Browns are a run first, but they have a lot of good weapons. Baker Mayfield's been playing better. He played a lot better in the second half last year. I would like him as a backup QB. So I guess I'd pick Baker.
0: I think what I'm gonna do, and I already typed out Tampa Bay defense and special teams, but Team Three still needs a quarterback. So I'm Mayfield here as the backup thinking that the Tampa Bay defense is going to get back us around in the next round. Uh, and that's why that's why I would go that way. But I do – Tampa is one of the few defenses that I would take before uh, the final round. And so, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that they do make it back around. And it is a short turn, so you're hoping for a little bit less here. Uh, and so let's see. Kirk goes right after. So you know they were looking at a quarterback, obviously. Baker yeah. could have gone. And then Fitzpatrick goes. So they went quarterback, quarterback. Tampa is still there. Steve, I'll let you start this one off. Do you want to go defense, or do you want to save that for the last two rounds like you just said?
3: Um, if you can get Tampa this late, because, you know, some of the leagues I'm in, people will reach for the elite defenses. I don't really consider this reaching for Tampa. It would be the defense i take on the board. Um, I'm looking if there's any, you know, maybe a backup tight end I like. There's nothing that really jumps out the page that I think you have to go at right now and any running back depth the only one i would really bring up is Chubba hubbard just because if cmc goes down <laughs> he has potential to be like an rb one that's really the only one there since they're
0: going to say tampa i'll just put Chubba hubbard's name out there but i'm i'm okay with the tampa bay D here i love the Chubba hubbard call though i really do chris are you going to stick with the uh, the defense call
1: um i like Chubba, too
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i think i'd
2: go tampa and hope Chubba comes back yeah for
0: sure and jordan we're going to stick with tampa
2: yeah, I'm sticking with Tampa because, like you kind of alluded to, I think, two rounds ago, a lot of the guys you're taking at this point are guys that ha- may not be on your team in within four weeks, where mm-hmm. if you get Tampa, you're pretty much assuming that they're going to be your defense except for every week except for one week, you want- and you're going to have a top five defense pretty much every week. Yep. And
0: unfortunately, Chubba Hubbard went the single pick right after us, which is absolutely hilarious. So in my opinion, if I'm looking at our roster, we got one running back on our bench. We do have a running back in our flex, so it's not that bad, but I do think that's the way we should go. So I'm not going to try to sway you guys, but Chris, where do you think we should be going here in our second last pick?
1: You know, I'm one to even pick the best kicker on the board here because if I can get the best kicker on the board, it's not a big drop off to my next pick. Who I'd be picking here because you know it's just a crapshoot for me at this point. So I probably, mm-hmm. I mean personally, I'd probably go. With, I'd go with Booker probably over Tucker.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, for what it's worth, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <what it's> kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, who do you got here?
2: Yeah, so I would I would go kicker this round. Um, I'm looking at the board and it looks like Devontae Booker went. Um, and he's a guy that I'm interested in just because if Saquon Barkley misses time, he's going to be next in line uh, for the Giants. Um, I wouldn't have taken Baker, though. I would have, I've would had my eye on uh, Daniel Jones for a bit, so that's how I would have done that pick. But at this point, I would take a kicker because, again, this is where you decide, do I want to have a kicker that I can set and forget or do I want to be streaming him? I know Steve said he likes to stream him. If I can get an elite guy, I value that over guys that are – here and there on my roster. So I would take a kicker. I'm actually going to take Tucker, though. I think he's on an offense that is consistent enough to get him in scoring position, and I think he is one of, if not potentially even, the greatest kicker in NFL history. Uh, Bucker, I think, is more product of his role, and we saw that he wasn't quite as good last season. Um, Sure, sure. And, you know, if Kansas City has a down year for any reason, I don't know that he necessarily is going to be able to do that. Where Tucker can hit it, in all weather, anywhere on the field. Not in all
0: weather. Rewatch we the playoff game. Rewatch the playoff game. Bills broke them. <laughs>
2: okay, he does mess on occasion. Thank you. Thank but we're not. But we're not playing. We're talking about the regular season. We're not talking about playoff Tucker.
0: <laughs> this is true. That's true.
2: If there's a running back I really want you to say, and I may use my only override of
0: the uh, of the draft. I'll, I'll say that I do have one one override. Yeah, there's who. Uh, a-
3: do you got I'm, I'm looking at backs for which one I would kind of lean towards. I'm looking at if something happens to Austin, Austin Eckler, who's gotten hurt before. I actually like Justin Jackson. I don't think Josh Kelly was that talented from what I watched from him last year. Didn't really jump off the page to me. I, I'd rather take a running back here and just deal with a kicker in the last round. I don't really care too much about specific kickers. Um, you know, any week a kicker can go off for five field goals. It just kind of happens that way. Mm-hmm. I'd rather take a running back. I would take Justin. Justin Jackson here. Um, it's not really too many guys that jump off the page for me, but I would I would go Jackson if I had to pick one.
0: There is one guy that jumps off the page for me, and it's not Jackson. And I'm going to use an override here just because there's someone I think I in <laughs> right here that actually really doesn't have a guaranteed starter in front of him. And that's Malcolm Brown. Like, you're going to tell me Miles Gaskin, for some okay. reason, out of nowhere, is good enough to be a starting running back after not showing that once last year? Like, people are just anointing him the starting running back even though they signed Malcolm Brown. But then there's a guy like Mike Davis who they signed no one to go behind but is being thought of as, like, an RB3. So it's just one of those weird discrepancies in what they've actually done, like, on paper as a, as a front office, that what the GM has done, that doesn't really add up with how – you know these running backs are being drafted so you know you know Justin Jackson, Josh Kelly, Damian Williams, these guys need an injury to step into a starting role. Malcolm Brown literally just needs a good preseason and he's and he's the starting running back. So you, I'm going to go with him.
3: I will say one thing, are you concerned at all about Ahmed?
0: And um, I, I I think I, I'm not <laughs> overly concerned. I mean, I I don't I feel like Salvin Ahmed and Miles Gaskin are very very similar in their yeah. talent. I think Malcolm Brown is just a step ahead of them. I mean, granted, everybody in LA was stepping into that offense and performing well. So Malcolm Brown is no different. Um, but I've seen him succeed before. So, and I can't really say that about Ahmed. And I can't really say that about anyone else in the Dolphins. So, I.
3: I don't mind that pick. I just don't trust Miami whatsoever with how Mm -hmm. they use running backs week to week. That's the only reason. I don't mind the pick. I think Malcolm Brown's solid. I think he was all right for the Rams. I just wasn't – I just don't – I can't trust Miami for running backs this year. That's why I'm off on basically all of them.
2: I I completely got you. I can Hmm. play Justin Tucker every week, though. I can't can't play uh, Malcolm Brown in Miami every week, though. That's the thing.
0: I mean, I. Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, kick, uh. kick, the Jason
0: way. Saunders, was the number one kicker in fantasy last yeah. year. Miami's offense sucked, so like Tyler oh. Bass will
1: be
3: on the board.
0: Tyler Bass was already actually the one of the he was the third kicker taken, nice. shockingly enough. I know.
3: The only kicker I'd reach for is Rodrigo Blankenship, just because of his name
2: and the goggles. Love that man. Oh, the Rex specs yeah,
0: absolutely worked. do it. He's he's a solid <laughs> player, though. <laughs> Young,
2: uh, yeah, oh, the he's running he's back that I was good. hoping would fall to us was Matt Breida, though, because I think he's got the biggest He, most, he I be. think he has the highest floor out of the Buffalo running backs. Yeah.
0: Really? No, I agree. With I you. think the ceiling's think very limited.
2: Like he's camping cool. out at about a flex maybe rb2 in a good day but yeah. if they want to throw the ball i think he's the best pass catcher on that team i agree and i well, think he's team. the only one with home run speed you know that's because that's a big thing with single tiers. he can make you miss and, and then loss, yeah. you can mm-hmm. catch up to him
0: <laughs> yeah no on am the cap i've been very vocal that matt burrito could be rb1 come uh, week one for the bills i really think there's a world where that happens um but we do need a kicker here Kickers suck, but we got to draft one here. So out of the names left, Steve, I'll let you kick this off. Is there anyone that makes you feel good about yourself, feel good on the inside?
3: Uh, I'll take Zerline. I mean, the Cowboys are going to score a lot of points, and they're going to give up a lot of points. I'm trying to look at the other ones there. I mean, Miami just doesn't score enough for me to really sold on them. Will Lutz is a solid kicker, but it's a kicker at the end of the day. I, I'm not going to be a, like, too worried about it, but i take Zerline. He can make the longest field goals out of that bunch. I mean, we've seen him kick you know, close to 60 yarders, and he's on probably the best
0: offense. All right. Chris, 10 seconds or less, what kicker do you want?
3: Zerline.
2: Jordan, 10 seconds or less, what kicker do you want? Uh, I would take uh, Will Lutz. Um, I think in New Orleans, you got Jameis Winston throwing the ball. They're probably not going to want to go for it on fourth down too often because they don't mm-hmm. want to turn the ball over. Will Lutz has been productive. A, really He's call, kicking man. in a dome in a in a division that's friendly for kickers. I would take him. That's
0: you know what th- what you said about th- the way you said that makes makes me consider it more. Um, but Dallas's defense is just so bad, where I think Dallas will score a little bit more than New Orleans will have to. Um, it's a good pick there too. It's either way. If you're getting Zerline or Lutz as your kicker, I don't think you can be really too upset about it. Um, yeah. So we'll hit draft there. And we'll see how Fantasy Pros thinks we did. An 81 out of 100. Well, they don't know what they're talking about. No, I get it. I mean, I think we missed when I when I went Carson over Keenan Allen. I think that might have been a little bit of a miss there. Um, but I don't care what Fantasy Pros thinks. I want to know what everybody else thinks. Take a look at our draft. Let us know where we messed up, where we went what where we went right, where we went even more wrong, and ta- tag us on Twitter, TWS Fantasy at Wake Jotkins, at Chris Salimo. Jordan's is right there at Richie Stevenson or Stevie Richie Stevenson. Richie
3: Stevenson it is, yeah.
0: That's it. <laughs> Stay tuned for two goalies. One Mike, I know they got a good one for you guys tonight. Until next week, for.